is full. Leave it. Hello and welcome to Can We Just Talk About Cartoons. My name is Sarah. I'll be your host. Joining me today is Miguel. I might have a little bit of hard time hearing you. I have my tendonitis acting up. <laughs> Rico. Mop. And Glenn. A little column A, a little column B. Uh, today we're talking about Archer. Um, Archer is an animated sitcom about a spy. No, it's about Archer, who's he, he's done a lot of things, or a spy, or whatever. It's about an, a, a surrogate family. I was gonna say it's <laughs> about a spy sense. and his friends, his people, coworkers, his people. It's technically, his and, and co- I would go coworker they, because they dodge in and out. Between coworkers, most of them hate him. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're technically coworkers. Well, that's the what thing, their initial, like spy sixties Cold War aesthetic type of thing. That was kind of what they were pushing with it in the beginning, but it turned into so much more, like just different things because it was constantly reinventing itself. Um, created by Adam Reed, who did C Lab on Adult Swim, also Frisky Dingo. I think that also that also includes. You're a frisky dingo. <laughs> Uh, writer Matt Thompson, uh, art director Neil Holman. Was Archer itself started on FX in 2009, uh, still running, uh, but moved to FXX. This year, Sounds right? so sexy. Yeah, recent last, last season? Uh, last season of this no, season? No, this, this, season, this, season, this season. season. The first yeah. time it's on FXX. Fair enough. Um, doesn't matter. Still comes on PlayStation View, so yeah. whatever. Um, the show revolves basically just about around the main characters screwing each other over. While trying to do semi high stakes spy things, or drug or at least it starts things. that way. Well, and then yeah. it kind of <laughs> and it kind of comes down to a, a sort of sitcom formula where it's really not about you know the world around them; it's about them being placed in situations, situational comedy. Well, yeah. And so you, the way Adam Reed, they could be in any kind of situation or have any kind of art going on. We're like, oh, we're not spies anymore. We are not allowed to be because. Arbitrary. Because the thing that we were called is now a real-life terrorist organization, which is stupid, <laughs> but whatever. So they've, so they've kind of changed jobs a lot. They've changed to uh, drug dealers and private investigators and stuff like that, but kind of maintained the same character chemistry throughout. Generally. But also just maintained it, the same char- character chemistry, but evolved it. They really like, like to mix it up, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, the weird thing is, is a reset sometimes. Yes. Uh, the fact... Uh, Almost like rebooting, oh, but not really. Yeah. And, and I apologize them. one second. Just, uh, well, this is a spoiler full thing, yeah. so don't expect any spoiler warnings for That will this. definitely be, like, below the, the link itself. So, I think what makes... Obviously, Adam Reed, he's the main creative driving force, but, like, the actors really make the show what it is like he's even admitted like he's adapted the characters later on to sort of keep more of the mannerisms and more of the the feeling that the actors have and actors bring to them well i mean you see a lot of shows like and just because it's a good example we've been talking about arrest development and things like that that are are kind of driven so much by the actors not just as characters but as personalities within the industry Mm -hmm. as personalities that people latch on to yeah i mean you see people like jessica walters has a following for being you know cute old lady you know you have nathan fillion for his well I, i guess she's not so much known for being the cute old lady at this point she's known for being the the bitch the old old. she is no she was the bitch but she is the most she is the most cunning bitch that you'll ever find devious and and she she holds it proud cunning drunk exactly it's yeah it's it's a it's a prideful kind of character but like john benjamin you obviously you listen to him and you can you can hear him and 
in Bob and Archer, but they're completely different. Can characters. you? Well, oh, definitely. Do they do they sound similar? I never noticed. No, okay, but the point I'm getting a at is Bob. <laughs> Bob's a, a family man mm-hmm. who's more or less selfless and is incredibly average, and Archer completely is the opposite of that. Yet you can. I don't know. You can yet you can tell that H. John Benjamin doesn't do anything different, really, besides yeah. play the character. Well, I think there, there a is a small difference. The the, no, there are mannerisms difference. Yeah. Someone asked him, "Could you voice or what's the difference between Bob and Archer?" And he said, "There is none." Yeah, there as is as the voice. Absolutely. I feel like Bob's a little more sad. Well, I th- I think it, actually that's that exactly what I would say. It's yeah. the performance itself. Archer Archer is more up at the end of his speeches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sure. Bob is more down at the end which of his is, speeches. Which is good. Which is their characters. Yeah, which is the act. Which is the act because Bob is always wants to be low key. He just wants to Bob's, flip his burgers. Bob's more resigned. Exactly. Well, you you are right though. There is some nuance. My my point was they're very very similar, and yeah. and between their laughs and a lot of their joking mannerisms are very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you hear uh, Bob do an Archer line, I still do hear the difference between the two. Yeah. yeah. And because he does do the phrasing thing sometimes. Exactly. So, uh, but Aisha Tyler, the next on my list at least, um, being Lana, wow. like. I don't know. There's something about Aisha Tyler's voice is just she says anything. I'm like that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like, that's a really good point. And like I, uh, she's a sense. very strong voice actress. The fact that the she she wasn't well known for voice for voice acting prior to this show, yeah. and she's done it quite a bit since then. But yeah. uh, she's a like she took to it like nothing. I think out of she's between her reason, yeah, between I mean, her uh, yeah. Benjamin that's and Parnell, I, I think they were. They, they, they casted them perfectly, and that original love triangle that they had in the first season worked well because all three of them knew how to address the, uh, the elephant in the room. Yeah. Well, also, because that whole triangle that you mentioned, which I, I normally I despise love triangles like as a plot device, but they kind of set it up well in Archer because, A, it's a sitcom, so you have to have that at some point. But also, the Archer and Lana thing is previously like they don't they don't start with that and then go into her dating Cyril it's like you start with her dating Cyril because she's done with Archer right and it's kind of a reverse thing that happens with them along the course over the course of the show I'm, I'm still tr- like the, the fact that the way that they broke them up in the first season mm-hmm. with the whole um, I have a sex problem I have, I have sexual addiction yeah, yeah. That that was I was like, all right. So you made so you made the guy who looks like the good guy into equal, if not worse, scum. Then, <laughs> like, I feel so bad for Chris Parnell because he's being like typecast as these dweebs who would rather pretend they're masturbating than get caught doing whatever they're doing. <laughs> like, I think he and Jerry have both been caught at a computer, like doing something bad. Like, oh, I was. Just masturbating. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't mind me. And, and it's oh yeah, when, when he was doing the hacking, uh, the, the the bank. Um, yeah, moving. he was he was yeah. like I think embezzling funds or something, and he was like, no, I was a uh, I was I was jacking it, jerk it. And, and yeah. then when the ca- kidnappers jacking. come in, yeah, again. And, oh, yeah, uh, he's calling a sex line. Yeah, like, pretending to call a sex line because those are more believable. <laughs> <laughs> in a trailer park in Missouri. In a trailer park in Missouri, and I'll I'll keep going down the line. You got. Pam, who was played by Amber Nash, who, like, when I when I I was a little bit late getting into watching Archer, like I think it was like the fifth or sixth season. It was about oh that long. Yeah, she she yeah. came in right as the fifth started. Yeah, mm. and it just 
like I I assumed because she's so great at it. Amber Nash was on like a million other things, but it turns out no, it's basically that and Frisky Dingoes, like yep. the real voice acting work that she did, and that's just so surprising to me because. It, I don't know. She's awesome. Like everything. It's not just that Pam's an awesome character because she totally is. But like, I don't know if it's like the range or just the energy that Amber brings to. Well, if you're going to go with energy, you got to go with Judy Greer. Yeah. Uh, that's Cheryl, Carol. Yeah, that's not surprising because she's in everything. Yeah. I just, the way both of them, Pam and Cheryl, like evolved a lot. over. Well, the I like the, the fact show. that they evolved to be best friends. I love that too. Like <laughs> that was good. Well, obviously they're still assholes to each other. Like at least Carol is because she's a, she's an asshole to everyone, but like they've both acknowledged like the other being their best friend. And I find that really adorable. Well, and horrible e- people need best friends too. Even like in, in both season, um, or in season, was it five when they're Coke dealers and Pam gets threatened by the Yakuza. And she's like, just like, fine, I'll pay them two million, five million, twenty million. And she's just, she doesn't million? care. She's like, she she'll pay for Pam. She loves her, and she's yeah. her best friend. Like, well, like also when she gets Pam kidnapped in her stead. Well, yeah. she felt a little. Bit well, that was early. That, that was, was early, early on. Season. Yeah, and they were kind of different people early on. They were like not just as a oh we've developed as people, but like the characters were written. A little. They were kind of like uh, strangers at that point. It yeah, seemed like. Not, not just or purely thing. co-workers. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, co-workers and kind of strangers. But, like, uh, I, I think... I was listening to some interview with Amber Nash a long time ago, and she said that she, Pam was pitched to her as being mousy, like like a mousy character. And she's like... And, like, you look at modern Pam, and you're like, mousy? No fun. Like, no, no fun. Like, the fuck? And also the, the same thing with Carol or Cheryl. I, I, <laughs> I, say, I say Carol more readily, but the real name is Cheryl. Um... She was Let's written talk. to be like this piney secretary who was always hooking up with Archer and like was really obsessed with him, and that's kind of how they played her in the beginning. But she did not. Well, she's that way. always kind of obsessed with sex and not just but sex, she was obsessed but with Archer in the beginning because she yeah. was yeah she was trying to seduce Cyril and like seduce everyone to uh, supposedly. Well, she didn't Archer's seduce Cyril. Cyril's just like you're there, I'm there, boom. No, at one point, um. Pain. She she in essence honeypot Cyril. Oh yeah, and says, "Oh, yeah, yeah. you sleep with me again, or I'll tell Lana." No. And then after that, oh. Pam goes, "Why are you doing so?" In, you, in your impossible dream, the dream, dreamland world, um, you think that somehow getting Cyril to sleep with you will make Archer yes. jealous, and he'll want to be with you. Yeah. And yeah, they they perpetuate that repeatedly that she's devious. And at least in the first season, they make it out. Yeah. They make it out to be Archer being her motivation. Yeah, that was during the. Yeah. Um, blimp episode but then again in the yeah. first season they also have her hooking up with conway stern and hoping she gets pregnant and we know that that is not carol later on in the show Mm-mm. so because she hates children she hates children which like- i was like it's just it's stuff like that like that i feel are sort of little stark gaps in the continuity that you just kind of never hear about again but mm. it's it's not a it's not a huge deal it's just um pam and cheryl pam and cheryl were tied for my favorite character like for a long time, I have to well, personally. Uh, I have to go with Ray, Ray. because mm-hmm. that guy gets Ray's the fucking best. R- Ray is the them, be- is the most badass homosexual character on television right now. I, <laughs> I love, well, there's some point like I forget what season it was, but I, I I forget if they made a crack about him like not being manly or something like that. But he's like, nah, my dad made me murder a bear. Yeah, and eat yeah. his heart. 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 Eat yeah. his heart. Which I feel like they, they never actually break this down, but when they go out to meet his brother in the holler, when they go out there to meet 
uh, Ray's brother, uh, he he's like, oh, I read your diary. I read this thing in your diary. He's like, well, clearly not the one with Miss Piggy on it. And his brother goes, nah, dead, nah, burn, dead that. burn that. <laughs> and I feel like maybe after finding that was when he was like, all right, you're going to eat a bear's heart. I'm like, Ooh. See, I feel like he found that after Ray moved out. Because why would he have left it? Yeah. Well, yeah. like clearly Ray's aware of. Well, because he didn't know the fate of it. Yeah. So meaning he would have been. Why would he? How would he know where it went? Or he yes. would know where it went if he was around, yes. ideally. So it would I be it, a. I guess they purposefully leave that whole progression a little. Well, but lo- logically, for somebody to find your diaries, you would leave them. Yeah. So. And his brother made it clear, like it wasn't after their parents died somehow. Like he was like in the Olympics. Like doing skiing, which is yep. awesome. And they you got just, third. They bring up, third. and they bring it up at like the weirdest times because I think it was in the seventh season. Archer's uh, like stalking. No, he's trying to get revenge on one of his old bullies who ended up being in the Olympics. Yeah. Like, I wonder if he knows Ray. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ray's an awesome character, even though he's always losing limbs. Well, or not being always. Paralyzed. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he no. did get oh, bionic ones for the a small time. The first time he was paralyzed, he was faking it. Yeah. That wasn't the first time, was it? Yeah. Was yeah, the it first was. Time. Yeah. I, I, and then by the end of the episode, he wasn't faking it. And then, yeah. and then, <laughs> then that's when Archer said, "Well, come on, Ray, you already had the chair." I haven't even tried to like keep track of the actual progression because I know that was the running gag of Ray being paralyzed. Hey, running. Or <laughs> 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 Rigo's here for comic <laughs> relief. Yeah, <laughs> I try. You need I try. Energy, Rigo. You're just you got these little. Gold nuggets you toss. He's, he's so, so who's your character, dude? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Barry. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wait, which Barry? Terminator. <laughs> both. <Barry>? Both. <laughs> other Barry. <laughs> other Barry. No. Uh, oh yeah, other Barry. Um, I think him as a character, you get to see a guy who starts off sensible, right? Kind of like Lana, yeah. and then you see him fall. Like quickly and hard. hard. Pretty for pretty reasonable <laughs> reasons. I guess right. he starts off sensible, but like. I, and and he totally does. Like, if I think about it, he starts off sensible because he's like, oh, I've got my fiance and I've got my job right. and I'm just a spy and, and Archer's and I got, with me. And he already but fucking like, broke my femur. But then, like, not my he gets into that whole trying to coerce Lana into fucking him all the time. Yeah, but that's yeah. a stuff. separate... I, just, I mean, uh, for that's separate from the Archer thing, but yeah, yeah it is It is skeezy. I guess well, everyone's, well, 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 I mean, the everyone's Kashi, skeezy in their own mind. He never so tries to trick her. her. All these characters are he, skeezy, I guess. He never tries to, like, trick her. It's it's coercion. It's like... It's quid pro quo. Awesome job, yeah. unless you have it's, sex. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I mean, Cheryl did the honeypot thing with oh, Cyril. So they're all. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, trying yeah. to think. Like, I think the best person, like actually, moral wise, is probably Pam. Yeah. Oh yes. Because Pam no will no normally question. do well, the she was good. Supposed to be the, HR, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's you're not still, HR unless you're not. Some she still kind has of her <laughs> share of like. Potentially sexually sexualizing Cyril while he's drugged up, but I mean they oh all God, did that. Oh God, they all so. did. They've they all, all done that. that. They all did that. No, it's a problematic ass <laughs> show, but we're just gonna we're gonna go with it for a while. Because um, we like it, we're gonna glance over it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Everyone's an asshole. <laughs> they empower their women. It's okay. Yeah. They no, they honestly they do because they make the women out to be just as skeevy and horrible oh, as the yeah. men are. And it's, it's there's something awesome about that. It passes the. Beckler test. Beckdell, I think. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I, I would, I would say actually, the only person, the, the person that's worse than Archer is his mom. Mm-hmm. His mom is like she's real n- bad. Number one master manipulator. Mm-hmm. Mallory is like the greatest manipulator of all time. She's probably been the least beholden to a conscience. 
like, oh, easily. Because even well, Archer, like... maybe care. From, from sure. the Russian oh. government oh, to the yeah. Secret Service to CIA okay, to the Brazilians Glenn to Burt up, freaking Reynolds. Glenn brings <laughs> up a good point, though. What about Carol? Morality-wise. No. She, she, she is so much... She, she, she was she guilty is, about Pam. And, and she screwed... She but was, she wanted to light a... She wanted to buy an orphanage and she will set do, it on fire. She will yeah. do anything for her own pleasure. Yeah. That, and and that makes her... That like makes her even... That makes her worse than Pam. And Right, but... I feel but, like half of that is just her being also oblivious to a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, because she was... She's whereas Mallory, she sees it, she actively ignores it. You know what? Exactly. That's a good point. That's a great... Because Mallory's conscious of... Conscience? Con- conscious. It's conscious. a Freudian yeah, yeah. slip. She's conscious of what she's doing. She just is wants... It yeah, doesn't and care. even with Sterling, she she claims... Like, she legitimately believes that she was a great mother. And it's a blind <laughs> spot, I think. It's, yeah, a, it's a big old blind spot that she's But it, it, it shows how bad of a person she is, because she's like... She can't acknowledge like the the only person she somewhat listens to when it comes to her bad parenting is lana yeah and everyone everyone else uh is she just is completely oblivious lana to. holds her somewhat accountable yeah that's a neat thing so we talk, so we got a ray pam cheryl dr krieger who was not not a main character initially i don't think he even no he, did, he wasn't even in the um the credits i think until right i think Vice was yeah. the first time he was in yeah. the credits. He didn't. He, he didn't even speak for the first few uh, episodes. For the first, first few episodes, I don't think. Unless which one was? No, nah, he, he was. The, he, he was. He just was wasn't the, in. The yeah, he was the cue from the start. Yeah, I just remember he was in that scene where Pam's like scolding him for assaulting food or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. He doesn't talk when like uh, Archer picks up his gun. Yeah, in that first scene yeah. where Krieger is. Yeah. He was sort of just presented as the like, oh, you make training. the things. That's episode two, training day. Yeah. 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 Which I, I don't have the best memory of season one just because I don't watch it hardly ever. I just rewatched because it today. Because it's just because of all the things I mentioned that are like the characters are so much I have different. To say, for myself, like uh, the one I repeated the most, and I think I didn't notice the animation the most. For me, Vice was the one I watched the most. I, I think don't. Vice was like a real yeah, big uptake in the animation, at least action wise. There's a lot more detail and a lot more action happening. Vice was very um, good. Voice actors, voice actors. Um, oh, who was the voice actor for Doctor Krieger? Lucky Yates. Oh, okay. Lucky Yates. I know. I know this. I know these. How things. do we know this? I know these things because he and Amber Nash were oh. two of the first people cast. Mm-hmm. To, I think, to my knowledge, they were mm-hmm. two of the first people cast because mm-hmm. they worked on Frisky Dingo. I think. I don't remember. I don't know if they did C Lab. I know Adam Reed did C Lab, but um. So after Frisky Dingo, they called Amber Nash back and were like, "Hey, we want you to." do what you did but for this character and had pam up there that's 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 the, the story that i heard at least i think from from her perspective i think it was so how they find benjamin okay I, I don't know they were casting mallory and i think the 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 pitch they were really going they had with, another person for a possibility of mallory no no <laughs> because the the pitch they went with was to to the um agents was think of like Jessica Walter from Arrested Development, only animated. And I think her agent was like, what about actual Jessica Walter? <laughs> <laughs> and that, and then I think that's what opened the door to them sort of thinking like, oh, we can get some bigger actors now that we have Jessica Walter here and got Aisha Tyler and John Benjamin and Judy. I, uh, Judy. And I guess Judy Adam, Gre- I guess Adam Reed was just like, I'll be Ray. Love Judy. Gre- I don't know if he planned that from the beginning, but I, I love Adam Reed as Ray. I, I know he also did um, Bilbo. The mm-hmm. the random the the dude working the at the techie dude yeah the techie yeah. guy working at the computer right but who lucky got slapped to death Yates is Ray's face 
Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. I guess I forgot about that part. So they all, obviously, they have face models who are not their voice actors. But I guess Lucky's the one who stood in for Ray, who has, who's Ray's face. And that that's just scraping the surface of the characters, because obviously you've got Barry, you've got Katya, you've got Brett, who was always just kind of annoying, I thought. Who I think that was the point of Brett. Dies. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey. Good. Hey, let's, let's pause for a second and answer Miguel's qu- question from earlier. If we could sleep with one Archer character, who would it be? Because <laughs> no, we, 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 we said character and No, no, actor. no. no. Yeah, just, but just let's just do character. Character? For now. Um, okay. At least. I personally have to answer Katya, of course, because hey, she's gorgeous and beautiful and Russian and all that. But I, I'd have to try out the vibrating vagina. You have to experience that, right, if you have the opportunity. See, I, I've had the opportunity already, so I'm good. Um, but, well, so I have I, not. So, but I'm going to go with uh, the most Amazon-esque. I'm going to go with Lana. Yeah. yeah I, I I, even though the big, ha- the big hands might, might, might scare me I a little bit. I think you'd like it. I think but, you'd you know, like it. So do, uh, I know they love, like... Making cracks because Lana's mm. so confident and always uh, like assuring everyone. She's like, "I'm the hot one," and then they always like lean back. <laughs> go, eh. Well, that's the one thing that like that's her one physical flaw, and then the physical flaw that is actually an attribute because she can crush that, eh, freaking walnuts with her own hands. Awesome. Uh, like the- we go. Probably go with Cheryl just to see how depraved <laughs> oh, she is. Oh my god, that would be my second so oh, quickly though right. because I would love to have crazy choke sex with Cheryl. Cheryl's so uh, that would be fun. Cheryl's I'd be I'd be afraid of death on one of our parts. Uh, that'd be, she, that's she'll, where she'll be it's like fun. one of those uh, strength meters at the carnival. <laughs> she'll measure how how hard I can choke. You, you mean world's gushiest <laughs> orgasm? Spaloosh. Yeah. How about you, Sarah? Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah. Cheryl. yeah. You, you can drown a toddler uh, in your panties. No, right no, now? no, no. Just the character. <laughs> Cheryl. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Cheryl. Absolutely. Gotcha. Oh, Fair she's enough. like the, the cutest one. She's no, she's super cute. Even even if she is like chaotic evil. I like mm-hmm. it. She's very mm-hmm. cool. Um, I think she's neutral evil. One thing that like... Yeah, I have to go neutral. There's Rodney, who pisses me off because he's got that like... Rodney was the arms gentleman like that they had briefly, I think for like a season or yeah. two. Sitting in the arms like season. area, yeah, yeah. being a bureaucratic douche and getting hand jobs. And then refusing hand jobs. I don't know. He like at one four, point he was the yeah. manager of the point, arm arms. He was swayed by a hand job from Carol, and then like later yeah, on was, was like wanted episode. nothing to do with Carol. And I'm like, all right. And no, that, that was other way around. Okay, it was other way around. Earlier in the legs episode, episode two, yeah. which was the one he was introduced, he wouldn't do anything for her. He mm. was or he was kind of a dick to her. Mm-hmm. And then later, which was episode like nine, was that episode? Sorry, Maybe his didn't he slower. get a, did, did he get bit? Or they, didn't Cheryl do, do something to him? Or is, well, they just she, she gave him a hand job and then spit on his face. Spit. Oh, spit on his face, yes. Yeah. And he said, I love you. <laughs> I think I love you. <laughs> and then she, I think, oh, no, squealed I think like I'm a in monkey. Love. And, and then, then she, she goes, like she because oh, she's just her monkey now. Well, well, yeah. No, because that was the restaurant episode where I, Lana I know, was talking about being a monkey. I know, it was a callback, but it's also just still Carol's We forgot one major character, though. That's a constant part of the cast. Mallory? Woodhouse. Oh, Woodhouse. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention We, we mentioned Woodhouse. Mallory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we did. We did talk a little bit about Mallory, but there's Woodhouse. <laughs> uh, we need to take a moment. Rest yeah. in peace, the gentleman who played Woodhouse. Yeah, it's... George Coe. And that was... I think that's going to be like a... Um, take a moment in season eight, just because that's that's part of the plot, is Archer's looking... For, or trying to figure out who murdered his partner, who is Woodhouse. And I think there there's supposed to be a scene that they showed in the promotional material that's like... His funeral, so I assume that's going to be some sort of like mm. goodbye, sir. Because beginning or end of was the an season, Archer was was Archer's faithful. Oh, I butler. have this weird feeling. There's going to be a parrot sketch in there. 
A like, parrot sketch? Uh, Monty Python, where, oh. where he's just like, Woodhouse, are you really dead, Woodhouse? Woodhouse! 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 Well, they kind of <laughs> did that in um in season six. Like, Woodhouse was gone the whole time. I don't know if that was because the voice actor like couldn't couldn't do it or couldn't make it or something like that. But um, but he was always putting up those signs like Lost Butler. Like he made all those copies and was yeah, like, he, oh. well, he asked Lana to make the hundred copies. It's like yeah. Woodhouse isn't here to put Who's these up. To put them up. <laughs> um, so it was Woodhouse. Yeah, we did skip over that one. That was a bad. That was a bad on me. Conway, Ron Cadillac, who is oh, God. I don't know if you're, you're oh. aware is played by uh, Jessica Walter's actual husband. Ron Lieben. Oh, cool. Yeah, I thought awesome. that was real cute. Yeah. I thought that was adorable. Yeah, Ron, Ron Cadillac's, uh, what, uh, what was the episode that he, he made the Canadian run with uh, Archer? Midnight Run. Midnight, Midnight Run. run. Yeah, yeah, that was actually one of the better episodes from that season, too. Yeah? Uh, I mean, I like it because there's a lot of good character development uh, yeah, with it's, Ron. It's neat seeing them develop that bond, but it's definitely not like up there for me. It's, it's still, you know, when it's... When it's one of the ones you I just haven't don't seen like a par- parental parental uh, contact. <laughs> I love I, mean, I love I love uh, my dad. I know, and that's that's great for you. <laughs> that's great for people. You think you're let, never let him hear this. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and I'd like to take a quick second and discuss how weird that transition into that season was with him. In Bob's Burgers. Yeah, with the Bob's Burgers episode. The Bob's Burgers. But, oh episode. yeah, but not it. just that. But that that was the opener. Was that the bad big bad thing had already occurred and we had no lead up to that like right. like we had well, like, that could you imagine that happening like could you imagine how would they write that well like they would write it i don't know they would write it it almost should show. be it almost should be the archer movie like like, like it, we, we came yeah. out of that we didn't know what happened and it then he ends that up would be a great movie yeah. I mean, a lot they don't show they don't show mallory meeting ron no, well, no. Ron just shows right. up at the end of the yeah. episode. It's like, oh, that's my, that's my that's wife. We've never even no. met him. That was my point. Yeah, yeah. Like, there he, was no lead up to that. Yeah, he just shows up, and and there's nothing there except the fact that if you rewatch the episode, you see that Mallory has a ring on. Yeah, and so, so that's what I was trying to say earlier. Was is this is just a sitcom where Adam Reed just writes in different situations to have interesting things that he wants to make these characters play out. You know, oh, yeah. Mal Mallory married, but then still hitting on people. You know, she she's, and Ron having a she's break. then being broken up with Ron for a season, then back with Ron. Like just it's almost it seems very arbitrary within the actual plot, but it's for it's a writing device. Well, it, it, but it works for Mallory, though. Like oh, the character does, of Mallory, it's it's she always looks for, like I said, the best opportunity. Uh, she took she took advantage of the Russians. She yeah. uh, make made Archer believe that she, he might have been half Russian. And yeah. that's what caused some of his issues. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, uh, Chach- uh what's it? I just forget. I always say her name wrong. Chachka? Katya? Katya. 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 She just shows up out of nowhere. And then the next episode, we're in America. We didn't get to see him sneak out of out of Russia. It was just like, I will help you. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, at least at least that a character was introduced in some way. You're not just like, oh, here's and then the they end give of her, an arc. They give her a backstory on like, oh, she admired Archer yeah. for years. They yeah. did give her an entire and backstory. They didn't. They never even stopped to explain how, when he sells she met Cadillac, any of that. You know? He sells, sells the, the biggest, biggest story. Biggest, <laughs> a Cadillac dealer in the tri-state <laughs> area. <laughs> He's got six with the seventh on the way. Yeah. White Plains. <laughs> with that council. <laughs> wow, Glenn. Now, that was impressive. Where is the heck is it stored from? I, I've never heard you do repeat back so well. That's because this is this is what I put on all day during the day while I work <laughs> in the background <laughs> to keep me just focused. That was impressive. Oh, that is impressive. So in that same, uh, in that same season, you've got, the like you said, the opening from Bob's Burgers with that whole crossover thing. I and noticed the actual voice actor for um, Linda. 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 Yeah. I did notice though they 
they didn't have the voice actors for uh, any of the kids. For any of the kids, yeah. but then but we in get the them in C Lab. Yeah, we in get the them in C Lab. Yeah. With the C Lab arc, when you have Cecil and his girlfriend come in, it's it's the um, Kristen Shaw, Kristen Shaw, and Eugene Merman. Yeah, mm-hmm. who play Eugene and, and yeah, and, and Bob's Burgers. Wait, Kristen Shaw one. was was Kristen Shaw was uh, her husband Mabel, right? Was the no, husband? She, she's Mabel. She's, yeah, she's also she's Mabel. Mabel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what uh, I was. I was just like, I just. Put that together for but, some reason. She's also Tina. No, she's Louise. Louise. She's Louise. And I, it was Louise. funny. Yeah, I actually Louise. forgot Bob. the name of Louise for a second. I was going to do the the Bob Archer bit where he's like, Gene and Louise. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> the other one. And they did, <laughs> and, and they did the character design to their actual likeness, I think. Always. And then Tina's Yeah, that was interesting. Always. But is, is Tina ever... Is the because I know Tina's a boy, but is Tina's what? Vo- the voice actors? The voice actors. Well, so oh, is Linda. Yeah. Not, yeah. No, I don't think uh, Tina th- was ever in it. Yeah, that's the only one no. who's not been Tina's okay. voice I don't actor. Think so. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. Like the with the voice, um, guest with the stars. guest voice actors, they always end up making their characters look just vaguely like them a little <laughs> bit. Like if not just like them, like like the Anthony Bourdain Slater. as Lance Gustafson. <laughs> well, that's Mother- because he requested to be in the show. Motherfucking oh. Slater, yes, is just Christian Slater. Just, basically. just Slater. Yeah. Just Slater. <laughs> it's a mononym. A- a- um, Burt Reynolds still. Like, yeah, still Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, I, I wanted to rewatch that episode and you're like, turn well, it on. Well, he's playing himself. So yeah, he's, he's that's why it was so like, awesome. He's not playing a- And the weird thing is, like, if you listen to the way he voice acted, he delivered every single one of his lines straight. Like, it, it, like yeah. when you told me that they don't re- actually record together, mm-hmm. I was like, that makes sense because he just delivered every single line straight, but it worked for the scene because he was supposed to be cool, calm, and collective on every single one. I think they're pretty good in their voice direction about about how they handle that. That yeah. way they, they don't have to worry as well, much Well, they do that. it so well because that's like a common, a common I, not even misconception, I guess, assumption that I see because I've, I've watched a couple of different panels and every time there's always like a question like, do you guys ever record together? And every time it's the same answer. It's like, no, no. we never, ever record together. We've never, ex- unless we're doing like Archer Live, they've never recorded together. Like they're always recording separate and the sound engineers or the direction or whatever is just so perfect. They Who just, is the voice director for them? I don't know. No, I I'm, I'm real, should figure that out. Hey, I know, I, know, I know Andrea Romero from Justice League and she's yeah. like legendary. So oh that's what God. I was wondering. Then I take it all back. Justice League is my favorite. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then oh, uh, she's editing that out, <laughs> right? Right. Oh no, no, I'm keeping that. She'll one She'll edit the other part out. I'm keeping that one in. Um, you got the waifu. You got the the virtual waifu whose name is apparently Mitsuko. They've never said it out loud. No. I think it was they know it because it was on her bowling name tag. Yeah. Um, oh, I was right. What I remember a cosplayer pair. Yeah. Doctor Krieger and the girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, isn't her name? Mitsuko. Apparently, it's from that. She had is a it? name tag. Yeah. Is yeah, that correct? It was in a bowl. It was an episode where they were supposed to go bowling. Which, how the yeah, fuck yeah, was yeah. that supposed to work? But Dude, well, that too. But that was the episode. Yeah, where the truck broke down and then Pam was yeah. pushing it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they were all sitting in the back. <laughs> I push. <laughs> yeah, I'm pushing. Um, Throughout your empties. Wow. I, guess, I, I didn't know that. Oh, I couldn't remember it at least. Yeah. You have um, Len Trexler, who just I guess, rest in peace. No. He's he's fine. He's just lettuce. Um, oh, I thought you meant the voice actor. I was like, he's still alive. No, Jeffrey Tambor is absolutely <laughs> alive. He's, he's Jeffrey abs- Tambor is definitely alive. He's definitely alive. Um, Seamus. Seamus and Trinette. Yeah. Yippee. Wee baby Seamus. Wee baby Seamus. Oh, sorry. The wee baby Seamus. Yeah. Who, we, like, we were just discussing the prospects of coming back as a character, which would just be hilarious. Because he has the word Archer tattooed on his back. Yes. That's like... 
I don't know. Just something. I just have this weird about- feeling. What what will happen is that if he ever does come back, and, and I'm I'm doing a time skip or something. Yeah. Abigene. Uh, uh, will oh. be like in school with him, like uh like middle school or grade school, and then they won't realize as the wee baby Seamus until he takes off his shirt. Well, they they would have to go back. I would assume they'd have to go back to New York because they live in California right now. Well, yeah, that's the thing, though. Witness protection Depends program. Yeah, uh, that's true. Unless unless Trinette got mixed up in something. Exactly. Witness protection. California. The the um Trinette could be in, in witness protection. This class. is this is. I've Miguel's, assembled this in my head. This oh. actually Miguel's happened. He's oh, okay. pitching to us. Glenn. I'm pitching what I what, what okay. how I would right. do it. Right. Writers get on it. This yeah. is how okay. I see what you're. Saying. Witness protection. They don't you're, know it's Seamus. You're delivering the vehicle as well. I exactly. Get it. <laughs> okay. And then I guess the last one that I can think of that you. That you've that you've already mentioned is um, Abigail or AJ, who is Archer and Lana's daughter, who mm-hmm. is the the big surprise at the end of season six or season five. Archer Vice, that was the big, that was the big mm-hmm. gotcha. Which I feel like I, I that's I still... when I was just getting into Archer because the whole time the thing that held me back was just what a dick he was. I just couldn't get into it because I'm like, oh, he's such a dick. Which I feel silly saying now. Because I'm like, yeah, he is, but it's great, and the rest of the characters are that, great, and it's that just, is but they're great. all kind of giant dickholes. Yeah, they all are. It's just so. Well, I was like, kind of on the outskirts of this show, and everyone I know watching it, they're like, oh, Lana's pregnant. I'm like, so wait, so it's like Archer's baby, and they're like, oh, maybe. I think that was something everyone kind of suspected, yeah, yeah. but they just never. Well, Archer Vice, because the thing was the way that they they had the show and the way everything was set up. Almost everyone, and they did the full. They did the fooling at the end of the episode. Everyone thought the season was a uh, was a dream. Like the season was a not, dream sequence. A dream sequence, yeah. So, that, so we find out at the end of it that that's how they reset. The Pi one? It, no, they, the Archer Vice. Vice. Oh, Vice. Okay. Vice, because the way they set it up, and um, at the beginning of the season, he was he had hurt himself and gotten like facial yeah. uh, uh, head trauma, and then yeah. the way that they had all the characters, it was just like this is so outlandish. They can't yeah. reset this time. I, There's I, no way they could do it. I and, think about that sometimes. Like if I were watching the show like for the first time, because I know what happens, and I you know I just got to watch a lot of it all at once. But if you were, I guess, a newer, if you were watching it at the time as it was airing and seeing it, I totally see how you. You could think that and he calls back to that when lana first tells him that abogene's his daughter he like has this ringing going on and he's like have i been in a coma for eight yeah, months yeah yeah that's I what i'm saying that, that was the drowning fa- yeah that was the fake out because yeah. uh because there's a lot of times in the and that's in specifically in that season where he would call out it was just like this is what's going to happen or it's like what do you think is going to happen this is going to happen yeah and then every single time he got it right so that's what that's what led to the dream theory mm-hmm. for that for that season and it's funny considering what they were able to do within the canon for seven seasons now that they're going outside of the canon quote unquote in a dreamland they acknowledge actual, that literal dream sequence. and now yeah. that they have those quote unquote bounds that they were hold to before off what they're going to be able to do it's going to be very interesting completely I reinvent think. not reinvent yeah reinvent change all a lot the characters of things, so. and the thing that adam reed said about um season eight archer dreamland is like all the characters are meeting again for the first time in this right. in this canon of they Archer's, don't have their history. Ar- they can Archer's create coma cool new fever history. dream or whatever, which is neat. And then I guess like uh, the only other thing to say about Abigene is with sitcoms, like people tend to think like the show's over when when they're like, oh, we have to suddenly have a baby in the show to make it feel like things are moving along. That wasn't the case here. Which no, is really I don't neat. think it's always the case, but I think the, the problem is... It doesn't is, seem dead at it, all. It, it kind of just moves it along. It makes the characters grow up. Yeah. And it, to be honest, 
uh, Archer needed to grow up, so it did the right it thing. It felt like for a nice progression. It felt like yeah. a nice step in the right direction after this many years. And they didn't fast forward. Like no. the, w- one of the biggest complaints, and I still remember uh, when I saw this on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, it was just like you were a baby last season, and the kids like six. Yeah. <laughs> so so well, I feel like they do that a lot of the time because of working with baby actors yeah, yeah. is difficult. So they, they no, that's exactly why. Fucking but, but baby actors, man. fucking baby actors, God damn titled it. little shit. Mar- 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 Mary Kay and Ashley. Olsen. You know what? They were horrible as toddlers. Yeah. You, you know. Did you know them personally? No. They, they, <laughs> you know what? They demanded someone to wipe their ass. It, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the um, but then in season seven, the the last season that has has been on, like they have brief little glimpses of her, and she's like a toddler, but yeah. with with a space shuttle. I thought that was adorable. Yeah. She, like, has like a space Lana shuttle wants and a her lander. To be an astronaut. Yeah. I think that'd be really. I think it'd be really neat. Or or a titan of industry. Somehow, right, I right. think those I are the just words. Got to or, 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 episode three. Yeah. So. Well, well, don't forget, don't forget, she was always a little bit chubby, according to Mallory. Oh my God, <laughs> she's gonna give if if she like continues being around Mallory, she's gonna give her the worst eating disorder. Like growing up, it's gonna be real messed up. It's gonna be. I, I, I'm almost bad. hoping like that, that eventually it goes like a, a boy meets world, girl meets world thing, and then Abigene, we get to see Abigene. Just make a up. new series called Kane Archer. Yeah, yeah. It's about Abigene. Yeah, but I think that's her last. That's yeah. The she went by Kane, Kane yeah. Archer, or, 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 or call it AK, AKA. Oh my god. Yeah, Miguel, you're the idea, man. That's why we <laughs> keep you around. Um. Oh, and there's Farouk. I can't fucking forget. Farouk was played by Kumail Nanjiani, who kidnapped her for a second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Like that was that was season six. Yes. Was when he um he turned out spoiler alert was hired by lana to just test test how archer. test archer and how well he reacts in said yeah situation. yeah that was that was that was great and also i just loved his performance it was real hilarious and fun and it also had pam almost naked pretending to king kong that was hilarious oh. yeah that was her primal instinct that was one of pam's in. fucking just just finest moments was just pam like i forget what what archer says but she just like I think she was already in her underwear because they were playing poker and it was hot. Yeah, or something. Yes. But she just like grabs her and just screams and jumps from desk to desk <laughs> until she's like out of the room. And that was just hilarious. Gets to the top of the building and Aunt Pam swatting it by planes. <laughs> that was that was a very cute cute moment. And then who ended up being the godparents? Or did oh they God, do- did they have those? I thought they did have one. Oh, never mind. I don't know. I honestly like because they they had that whole drama bit in the. In the second meeting with Conway, where Lana keeps keeps being um, dodgy about talking about who Abigene goes to if anything happens to her, and Archer's like, "Well, yeah. obviously, Mother and Woodhouse," and she's like, "No, no, <laughs> my, not at all. My sister, <laughs> my parents, my sister, not you." And and somehow he he wears her. Oh, out. that reminds me, her, her parents, uh, oh, James yeah. James Avery, right? Uh, f- no. Who, who was her, who was her dad? Her dad was fucking reverse giraffe, bud. Um, Keith David, Keith David, Keith David. Keith David. Okay, Keith David. James yeah. Avery, not Keith. Is it the Frank or the Bean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you all know me. I'm reverse giraffe. I have a small <laughs> neck and arms. Yes. And also Lana's dad, who is an academic, along with her mom. And the mom. Her mom. I don't know the name of her mom. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the name. Okay. I, no, it, there were both awesome characters. I just do not recall. I'm I'm kind of pooping. There were and less said right? about the hot tub incident, the better. The better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to spit roast your mom. Yeah, that's one of <laughs> um, my favorite lines. But yeah, like just just 
the guest stars, we talked about Brian Cranston, who's I think one of the only ones to not look that much like his character, but he was the The, the fine no after you told me it was him. Then you I, see I, it, right? I saw it. It was just he has a mustache. Mars <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just I wonder how many times you just had to scream Mars. Mars. Oh, speaking of Mars, just a side note. I Neil Holman, who is the art director, has a new comic called Redline. It is in my pull box at Ash. It's very neat. It's about Mars. Shout neato. out to Ash Comics. It's, it's neato. Shout out to Ash Avenue. Mm. Best yeah. comic shop ever. Yeah. Um, Anthony Bourdain, which you love. Yeah. You shout love out that to being him. Bastard Chef. Yeah. That, that was a great episode. It's like Did one of Anthony my Bourdain ever do a show about him being an asshole? Or was that, or is that just a straight up spoof on on Gordon Ramsay? I think it's a straight up spoof on the the cooking yeah, show. Um, he has done shows where he's in the kitchen and has issues with people, but yeah. not that way. Or is that just because chefs are like nuts? Yeah, because yeah. chefs are nuts. Yeah, it's it's fine. His mom's, uh... Oh, nice. Okay, Lana's mom. Lana's mom, right? Yeah, CCH Pounder. Ooh, yes. Oh, Claudette. Okay, yeah, Claudette. Lana's and mother. she was Amanda Waller. Oh my, god. oh my god, that's where I've heard her because it was it was ringing a bell, and she was Amanda Waller in Justice League. That's no, that was, oh, that that's was awesome. Really, no, that was. I awesome. was like, I know the voice. Yeah, Why do I know was, the voice. Thank you, because that would have bothered me too. Um, so Christian Slater is just yeah. uh, Slater. 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 It's a mononym. Yeah. Um, so the I was reading the. the it was forward. actually surprising how much they had him in this. It, it, I, I I wonder like if the the, he was multiple sessions or if they did it all in one shot. Oh, because he was they, in there a lot. Well, I, think I think they, they do a session for each season. season. Time, yeah, because yeah. he's now what in like three seasons three, now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the the first season was where they introduced Slater as the drug runner slash. Um, that was five FBI, CIA, whatever. That six was and seven. Vice. Yeah. And then six, they're working for Slater because he's their contact to the CIA. Right. And then the, he, he's in a bunch of episodes in six. And then I he thought he was introduced cameo. in four. No, no. no. Or, or it, it, it was the beginning of the, the CIA when they first think that they, they have the, the drugs. The when dr- they have they, the drugs. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. meet Slater when they're uh, accidentally running drugs for the CIA. And he's like, hey, it's classic rando. When when Archer when yep. Archer introduces his, himself his alias as always Rando, alias. Uh, <laughs> it is always Rando, Rando like, Carson or Rand- Randy, Randy, like Randy Randleman versions of Randy, yeah, Randy, Randy Rando. Rando. And then what was it? What was it that he called Cyril and Ray? It was this is, um, Randy Randleman. No, it was Odie and. <laughs> Something oh. McCrack the McCracken the brothers, McCracken brothers. Yeah. and like like Cyril tries to like get in on it and and Ray just like Odie hush. hush and I was like yeah good <laughs> yeah. spycraft Ray good spycraft um and then okay the thing I wanted to show you what which I'm gonna show you was Fred Armisen who played uh, Gustavo Calderon <laughs> okay the the president of San Marcos um I did not know this until pretty recently. I mean, I knew it, but I didn't know it. Was in Parks and Rec. Uh, Fred Armisen, the guy from Portlandia, plays right. a uh, like a diplomat. Or he's like a diplomat. A, he's yeah, a diplomat he's a Venezuelan sister, diplomat from their sister city in Venezuela. Yep. Or it was Venezuela. They usually make up a country for those. It was Venezuela, things, like San Marcos. But um, but so he's totally doing his Gustavo Calderon voice. It's almost the same. and I just I was like. Because it's just funny when you see it actually coming out of Fred Armisen's mouth. Like a black guy being a a very uh, smooth uh, samurai? Yeah. That's that's kind of what I mean. Or, or, you know. That's kind of what I mean. (laughs) And then, I mean, you have people who play themselves, like um, like Burt Reynolds, like Kenny Loggins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was great. Because they, for 
Archer Vice, they got a... It's got the name Lynn in it, I guarantee you. The girl who actually did the singing voice for Charlene in that was... Um, <laughs> it's got a Lynn in it. Christy Lynn, Amber Lynn. Shut up. <laughs> Sarah Lynn. Becky Lynn Sue. Yep. <laughs> Marilyn. Marilyn. <laughs> Anna Lynn. Catalyn. Lynn Lynn. Bethel Lynn. Jesse Lynn Martin. Jesse Lynn Martin. It had to be three. It had to be three names. Well, of I course. <laughs> How did she know? Well, it's not three names. It's, it's Amber the first, Lynn. It's the first name, which is first name Lynn, and then see, the last See, name. I learned something from Peaky and the Brain. It's got to be three names. Yeah. Brain taught me that one. Fair mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> the, um, I'll just move on to running gags. The um, th- phrasing, Boom. which evolves so much throughout like the whole show. It's... Because it starts out with just, oh, you said a sexual thing. Instead of that's what she said, we're going to say phrasing. Oh, and, I, and I like that they literally don't say that's what she said for like, I think it's five seasons until he goes, can we ever? at least? Yeah, because he goes, can we at least say that's what she said? It's, and that's it's in it. Vice. It's, it's, in, phrasing? Yeah. it's yeah. in Vice, like when they sort of don't say phrasing yeah. and Archer is the only one who notices. And he keeps getting annoyed the entire time. He's like, so we're just done with phrasing then. Yeah. You just keep saying it because they... They all An- another another things. hint of the of the dream sequence. Anyway, go ahead. They all react to things like the, I feel like the way a person reacts to things, like because that doesn't happen with a lot of shows Kinda. and a lot of characters. It's like uh, they they talk a lot, like they're just bouncing dialogue off of each other and not like they're really trying to get anywhere with. Which the is dialogue. interesting if they really do isolate the conversations because it's it seems so natural. Mm-hmm. It yeah. does because I it makes sense when you think about how it's just one guy writing it most of the time. Like I guess just thinking about how the um how the conversation would go in his head. But honestly, I, I can't even pretend to know what the process is like, but it just seems like characters bouncing dialogue off of each other. And then on and top of that, not only do the characters bounce amazing dialogue off each other, they bounce the scenes off each other by oh making God. each scene and, and yeah, start yeah. with, you know, a transition from the other, either visual or Which, like, usually vocal. Almost always. The writing. Like, several times in each episode, they switch scenes and there's those verbal transitions. That's yeah. like Most scenes have some sort of transition. But not like not like a person in the middle of the sentence. Like, yeah, like they seem to when when they switch scenes, it almost seems like the first line of dialogue in the second scene is in response to the last line of dialogue. Correct, yeah. correct. Scene. But what I'm saying is, is almost every scene is linked in some way to yeah. the last one. It's oh, you mean rare. in this show? Yes, I thought, yeah. you, just, I thought you, you're trying to say all shows like, do that. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Even though, even though you, you watch it um, via Hulu or or uh, Netflix, uh, yeah, you can always tell that the commercial break is there because. That's when the scene stops and yeah. actually fades, while the other ones, like you stated, the sentence, the sentence ending, the sentence structure, or uh, yeah, Archer would not reacting. be stupid enough to to jump out of a window while carrying our baby, and then Archer and then jumping, jumping out of the window the carrying the baby. Well, obviously we're gonna do that. Let's go to Branson. Let's go to Branson. You the, killed the um, black unicorn, Cyril. You killed a black astronaut. It's like killing a unicorn. There you go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> The, the tinnitus thing, which just becomes more and more apparent as the seasons go on, because he keeps, it's, for a show that's so not based in anything realistic, it's it's just funny how they take into account how many times he gets a gunshot next to his ear, to where now he has, like, horrible tinnitus. Well, I love how stuff. often he also counts how many times he's been shot. He's like, I've been shot by Lana six times <laughs> alone. Yeah. yeah. I uh, thought you were going to say how I, he counts shots. I will oh, say, that's a good one, too. Yeah, the, the counting of shots is a good one. My my favorite personal one is, and the one that I, I've heard other people use it, and some people who have not even seen the show because it's cotton on so well, can't or won't? 
can't or won't. Can't or we can't or won't. Me, can't, me, him. Pick one. Yeah, pick yeah. one. Pick yeah. one. Both. Either. <laughs> oh God, that was from like one of my favorites. Which was the one where Mallory kills the prime minister of Italy. And allegedly, 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 nah, nah, allegedly. There ain't no allegedly. There is that. no proof. That's true. But the it's got one of my favorite bits of dialogue is when they come into all the characters pretending to have a dinner party, pulling a ruse, <laughs> pulling a ruse against the the detective who's trying to investigate the murder that's been reported, and they're all dressed up in Mallory's clothes and and just kind of pretending Her to furs. be fans. Like, from the left, dear one serves from, from the, the left. left. And they, it's like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're having an elegant dinner party. <laughs> Calpurnia. Yeah. This is a beautiful Judy Greer. That was a very beautiful oh, Judy yeah. Greer moment. I just love it so much how it just uh, screams it. The other the other really, really good Judy Greer I like is um is the uh, J. Edgar Hoover's mother. <laughs> Clyde, it's Clyde. me, dear. J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover's mother. mother. He's just like, come, come in, in, ma'am. <laughs> Um, it's unlocked. It's unlocked. It's like it's unlocked, ma'am. Yeah. Instead of actually doing discussion, we'll just do horrible, horrible quotes. What's wrong with that? People don't find Let's that funny. Horrible quotes. Do no, people not. Have, when, I find that funny. I know there's a million other running gags, but the the other main one that that I personally love is the Rush van mm-hmm. because I love Rush, and it's constantly them just being like, "Hey, remember Rush? Look, it's Rush. Rush is a band. Remember? See another like, Rush cover. Yes." Absolutely, I love Rush. Well, was it Krieger could only get like the first thirty seconds of the drum solo or something like that? Why? No, 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 he couldn't. He couldn't nail Why Why Yeah, Neil Peart stands alone. Yeah, yeah. it's just all these like callbacks to how he like really likes Rush because like painstakingly like decorates all of his vans after after each one gets destroyed, and then like has the little bit with the episode where Katya comes back. He's like. Oh, wrong thing. That's this drum setup. It's and like, it's so funny because he show, it shows how poor he is in regards to where he lives. He's not poor. He just lives way below he his means. He lives below his means so that he can do his his projects. He really yeah. facilitates he his really money. He really likes making pig projects. hybrids. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> all about the pig hybrids. And, and cyborg people and rush vans and, uh, you know, holographic Asian lady. And he's she- actually caring about Ray because he does make it handicapped. Oh yeah, he no. That, that's the thing. Like, I think he got paid by ISIS to do that. What? No. To make no, him not handicapped. No, handicap. No, making the van handicap was separate. Oh. Yeah. Eventually, he tells Ray, "I could make you bionic legs, you know." Yeah. And and no, then, oh, that, that was another really good episode when he when, when, legs when, legs. I love that. Episode. Yeah. When I think Archer, he does that because he just wanted to help Ray. Also, well, they, yeah. In that case, he did, ISIS, but he could have done it. You know. For, yeah, he could have been paid off to he do. Could it. also Who done it paid earlier him to do that. Like when? No, 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 no. He used company resources to do it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I was saying. But yeah, did he also try and sell like? plutonium or uranium he did at one point yeah that was um the one with the north koreans yeah. the hotel well, the forget, honeymooners and don't yeah. forget he also sold guns to the local uh, the guns and tech to local well they all sold that they well they didn't successfully sell it because they didn't get any money and also yeah. he didn't get money for that they never that get was paid. the one that was okay that was one of the the plot holes is that they sold everything isis owned and then there were no repercussions well that's just well, there were yeah. repercussions. They didn't have the mo- they didn't have money the next episode. They never have money. Yeah, they, they never have. That money. That seems that to be like an ongoing thing. thing. Is they're like always How having this quest, <laughs> right? <laughs> they always have. They're always well, in this according to Mallory, they never have money. According to that's, Mallory, that's they don't have money. That's very true. That's very true. She could be full of shit, but she they always something. seem to have. She this is struggle. full of shit. They, they, they saw what they found when they finally got to see her house. It was just like eight times better than Archer's. Well, yeah. Well, then she put that one in Ron's name. 
That was the condo in Miami. Yeah, yeah, that was condo in Miami. That was later on. But we, when did I, they see her actual house? Because she had an apartment. Well, the apart she never she never had like an actual house house. Yeah, she, she had. Also, she had well, a nice I know that uh, they they uh, when they went to go check when they went to go check on her apartment at for um, the baby, and they turned out yeah, it was bug bombed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the apartment. That yeah, was I think house. that was a newer apartment though. After Vice, maybe I don't know. I'm not maybe sure. I'm not entirely sure. Like, okay, I don't that, think so. that almost takes me into my mysteries section, which I guess mystery. we could just we could just load out all of oh, our, oh, all oh, of our. I, fun I can't things. wait to hear this because I'm, I'm no, like, well, the first one. I think most of the stuff is explained, but I think the biggest mystery, mystery, which which is beside the point, so we don't need to agonize over this, is just what fucking year is it? Yeah, when, when, when does that start? Aesthetic yeah. about it's, the. Well, because they, in theory, okay, they have the internet. They it's have acknowledged that jumbled. Right. They have cell phones. But they don't really. But but all their computers run on DOS, yeah. right? And they had the when they got the new office, they had a virtual, yeah, uh, projection. Projection. Like, also, the KGB is still a thing. Also, the KGB yeah. is still like a a thing that that operates very strange tech, like Cold War esque <laughs> yeah. and stuff. They it's can just, do Barry, and, and and don't forget they still rely on discs. Yeah, yeah. I think the main. I, th- I think and the, microfilm. The word, yeah. The word that I read on the internet for it was just comically anachronistic. They just like on yeah. purpose are like I constantly so. fucking up the 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 time, time period cues. The all right, what is your theory on who Archer's dad is? I think he's the guy. Or that, will they ever re- reveal it, or will they just not think it matters? I don't think it matters, but I think I don't it's, think it matters. Either. I think no. she confirmed who it most likely is. It's the gentleman who spoke out against the communists and was killed by Fascism. the. By the by the by the prime minister of Italy ye, by the Italians doesn't Italy use a king yes but and that was why she killed him yeah that's who I think our I I'm fair. still gonna go with Burt Reynolds you think Burt no Reynolds she didn't is know Burt Reynolds back the, the, then she they never said when they originally met mm-hmm. they said they met and they have constant flings well that, that would be funny and, but and, and I she, don't was try, she was she was start start. It, it just makes too there much were all sense. Those, there were all those like weird flashbacks he was having where it almost seemed like it was him too, wasn't it? Yeah, and and then the fact that it was like he, he idolized him and like the one that gave the him only the person and yes, the, the yeah, yeah. like it was and getting the, so close. You're like, is it him? Yeah, and, and, then, and the only oh, person he ever idolized is the only person he ever idolizes his father, who is non-existent. Is Burt Reynolds? And then the person that he says he idolizes later. Is Burt Reynolds? See, I thought this was a crock of <laughs> shit when you first brought it up, but it's becoming more and more plausible yeah. the more you yeah, talk about it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the answer, but you have a good point. But those are you have, those you are have good, good points to support good that. Points, um, yeah. And then the other, the other like possible was Nikolai Jakov, which I'm like, nah, probably not. I, I think no. they, elim- I think they eliminated him after. Yeah. Well, they did eliminate they him. Eliminated yeah. him, but which that actually takes me into my next thing, which you're constantly what? worried about. What the hell was Nikolai talking about when he was talking into that? Um, yeah, what would a what would video? did he want to tell Archer when Barry murdered him? When he was sitting there waiting, he's like, he's like, if there's one thing you must know, like, nothing like is that. ever what it appears. Yeah, nothing is what and it they, seems. They make it seem like this this overarching like foreboding kind of message that he's saying. And they also say recording. on the same episode that 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 one KGB operative was like, if you hear Barry's plan, Barry's it'll plan. blow your mind, and then they never bring it up again. Which I think that could have just been something I was missing, like like 
Barry's plan was something that happened in that episode Dude, or something? I have watched this show. They never discuss <laughs> it again. I guarantee you. Well, it could that could also just be Adam Reed getting sick of the threads. Probably. That he plays around probably. With. He probably wanted to leave it open in case Barry was able to do something. Maybe Barry was never able to do it. Maybe it was when he got stuck on space or he got de- he got dethroned out of the KGB. That's true. It seems like they wanted to stop using the Russians as like an evil kind of Yeah. Well, I think it's because it got too ISIS. real. I think it's about time for them to bring that back, though. I, I think well, it's not, because well, not, they changed to Archer Vice is what yeah, happened. Yeah. Well, I, I think, like I said, though, I think it got, just kind of got too real because the Russians started becoming our real-world enemies mm, kind of, sort of, mm, for a that's while. That's a more recent thing. Uh, well, but that's what I'm saying, though, in the, in the past few years, and it was starting in the same uh, season it as Archer Vice. It was starting to get a little rough. And, and the same reason why we don't have ISIS anymore because yeah. Uh, yeah. if you're recording us, cool, we understand, but we're, we're talking about a television show, okay? Thank you. Yeah, PayPal, um, don't <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's what why they eliminated um, them as ISIS and I, I would say around Ferrell, Ferris. Hmm? The the name of the detective agency now Ferris Investigation oh, the Ferris figus, Investigation figus, 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 figus Investigation figus. I figus. said Ferris I'm thinking Green Lantern um, Cyril Cyril Figus Figus yeah Figus Cyril Investigation Cyril Figus Cyril Figus I just I know he has a point. Like trying to lord it over everyone that he's the only one who's qualified to run a detective agency, <laughs> but he's just such a douche doing it. He is. I'm like, oh. You just don't like Chris Parnell. No, <laughs> I actually think Chris Parnell's real great. He it's just gets typecast as these dickheads. He's dickheads. There we go. It's like the opposite of Jerry. Jerry is trying to overcompensate on what he doesn't have, whereas Figus, he's trying to show what he has, but he comes across as a huge dick. That is actually If he'd just chill out. That is extremely true. If he would just chill out. People would love him if no, you just let it go. they'd like him. Like him. They'd like him. People would like him. Yeah. They'd maybe, tolerate maybe. him. Maybe. They'd be cool with him. If he but would then just again, he has let, that let sex addiction, so it's, it's probably going to come out. See, okay, so I, have, I, want, I meant to <laughs> say this earlier, but I, I didn't say this because I, uh, I was thinking. <laughs> Cyril's sex addiction, I, I think, is, uh, was some, written as a joke in response to his cheating because I think it was like a coping mechanism. Like, he doesn't actually well, have like, a sex know, addiction. People, people who he's, are shitty he's like just to latch shitty, on. So he latched onto this shitty idea of him yeah. being a sex addict. Well, well he, they, they illustrate it perfectly in the episode with Seamus, like, mm-hmm. uh, where he's like, oh, Cyril, there's nothing wrong with you. You're merely a victim of sexual... I'm pretending to eat. I'm doing yeah, a horrible job pretending bar. to eat a candy bar. You're a victim <laughs> of sexual addiction. And, like... <laughs> Oh God! Stop that! <laughs> See, I was also afraid of people taking it way too far. Miguel did it. Nah, um, but yeah, and he's just th- that. That was one of the things that stuck Cyril in my head is just being real shitty. He's one of those people that, like, instead of owning up to the shitty things you're doing, is like, no, it's because I'm special or now. Now, off the theory that you were talking about um, before we started recording, though, does Cyril know that he's that he's uh, Seamus's father? Uh, no, I, think it was, I don't well, think so. Wasn't there? The, at the end of the blood test, they, they, they said it was Archer, and she yeah. and, and Cyril doesn't know that that, that the uh, Cyril Archer told someone at some point. He told his mom, was and it? she wasn't. In, she didn't she care. Didn't care. She wasn't. Yeah, the it. test is. Or, she didn't believe him. Whatever. No, she. I think those was the last. No, she said she didn't, no, she she said she didn't she believe, him. believe him. She yeah. said. She said, "Oh, you'll, in a you'll moment of weakness, you this. did it." I think she also just didn't care. No, no, no. She she didn't believe him. She thought he was lying to her. That's fair. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's just like. Seamus has such like a that that pudgy wide little face. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, ew. Yeah, it's totally more of a serial type of face. <laughs> I say, I think the the sex edition. It was a a way to peg down Cyril again because it seemed like yeah. I think earlier they were trying to build him up to another 
like Lana central reasonable point, but then you don't want two of that. So then you just peg him down even for this and yeah yeah <laughs> build off of well that. The, the, the thing is though it eventually okay lana is usually right but she has a a, a very vengeful side of, to her she definitely has a big petty side Ex- exactly. as far as being instant insisting that she's the hot one insisting that she's like right like like getting getting back at people when she feels like they've wronged her L- like in the like in the long run as, as we were saying before pam is the the only one the who best one. Yeah, yeah, is is the is the least tainted. I'm not gonna say she's chaotic good. Yeah, she's chaotic good. That, that's the best way to say it, if, uh, in D and D terms. Yeah. And I think that if we were gonna go with um, who is like uh, I guess the who is the father, the who is the parents type thing. I guess the only out of the main characters, the only ones we know are are Ray. Because uh, I'm a uh, like while we're talking, I'm I'm starting to think is like. Is Mallory really Archer's, Archer's mom? Yeah. yeah. You, you, are you sure? Absolutely. Absolutely. If her strong genes are any indication of like <laughs> passing on alcoholism, <laughs> stuff like that, like absolutely. Yeah. Nature versus nurture. That is true. That is yeah. very true. That's and, true. And her no, nurture was I, giving him bourbon. That's true. <laughs> but no, she <laughs> absolutely is. Bourbon too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I especially, especially because Woodhouse would it kind of confirmed. Oh yeah, as well, Woodhouse does kind of confirm it. Well, also, yeah. he was like doped up half the time. They they show that in flashbacks. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he would that, be that, wrong about that. Would that would actually be a really interesting twist if Mallory wasn't his mom. He supposedly helped give birth to. No, that's the thing. Is there was a flashback sequence of when? He yeah, but he was Mallory. also he was also very hyped up on things. You're so. right. I mean, yeah. what if it's Woodhouse? Is his real dad? No, because no. supposedly that's what. Oh he yeah, he saved her. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and now no, I'm, like, I'm literally going through every single male figure we've yeah, seen. I'm like, sticking with Bill Reynolds. Bill Reynolds is my Cyril? man. What if Cyril's his dad? <laughs> yeah, Cyril's I don't think that's possible. Dad. Well, yeah, like it's like Rip Riley brought up. He's like, "Oh, you're not my dad, right?" And he's like, "Not unless no, it, you're 15." No, it's real. So. It's really Krieger's real. It's really Krieger's dad who is Hitler. Uh, Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> he's just Hitler Jr. Like, do you think that's actually because they've they've like made points for and against the whole Hitler thing, like? Obviously, he's a clone, or if he's not a clone, he's a quadruplet. Has four quadruplet other people who apparently dress and act exactly the same way. If I was a clone, I'm pretty sure that's not how clones work. Wouldn't I look like Hitler? Hitler? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, I don't know. With the exception that they wore bow ties instead of. Or no, they wore neckties that day. That day. He was wearing a bow tie. (laughs) tie. To differentiate himself. And they were wearing neckties. And then suddenly. The Krieger that lived was wearing a necktie. Necktie, yeah. So. You, but you did see him straighten it, maybe put it on. Sorry. That's like, I guess the other mystery is like, do you think, which, who do you think came back from San Marcos? Do you <laughs> think it would, they left that pretty fucking ambiguous for some reason, was like whether one of the San Marcos clones or our clone came back. From, I think if it was one of the clones, the clone would have been mourning the loss of the other ones because they seem pretty close. And, the, yeah, the and also I think thing. He also just hasn't bone been bone out bone. around them very much. You didn't want to say it, or you couldn't I, I remember. remember it. Yeah, and and plus, bone. I think his, I think his wife. Bone. I'm pretty yeah. sure his computerized wife would recognize the difference. I don't know. But the thing is, because he, he still had the enamor. To, they all didn't fall in love with computers. Yeah. So so I don't know. yeah. They all acted pretty fucking similar, except some of them also, were bigger he could assholes. Reprogram her at any point. Yeah, he could probably do that. Mm, probably. You would think. Except she like the waifu is like an interesting character because it it seems like she's gotten more powerful. 
over the over like the course of because yeah. she used to be restricted to a machine. Yeah. And now she is not. No, she just flies around. And I don't yeah. know if that's just like better programming because she's been iterated on. I love that he kills upon. her every night. Yeah. <laughs> how do you I like? Do. Like, how do you not murder her every day? I do. <laughs> <laughs> so she's so Doomsday. Great. Exactly. Maybe she's maybe she's like Doomsday, where every time you murder her, she comes what back if, stronger. What if the next season or the final season they're superheroes? No. That could be a plot within the Dreamland like, thing. Like, they don't have to be, like, supermen, but, like, Batman-style, like, humanized. You mean, like, what they did in South Park? Yeah. Then they'd just be like, that's how they did yeah. it in South Park. I'd, I'd enjoy that. I'd, I'd enjoy it for an episode, not for yeah. a season. Sure, sure. I'd, yeah. take, a, I'd take a two-episode special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And same thing yeah. as this, like, I would like to see them be the characters from Star Trek. I, 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 At I, least I, just like a little cut I, you in know or what? something. That'd be awesome. I'd see an entire season of them in pop culture. Like It'd be kind of like Alvin and, the, Alvin and the Chipmunks with uh, yeah. <laughs> with uh, but Spies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but it goes along to your point, though. The characters is what make the show. The set, they can drop these characters into just about any setting you can think of, mm-hmm. and they work. And it, it's, it's because they're all assholes. It's the same way as watching uh, Always Sunny. Yeah. Um, it's just a show about horrible people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just being yeah. horrible. And that's so entertaining because people love to watch horrible people. Until yeah, that seems to like be a Bojack. trend now. It's like BoJack and like Oh, Rick BoJack. Oh, and well, oh, I'm not going to get into BoJack with you because... Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. We'll all just not all of them are horrible people. We'll all just collectively tr- contract depression. Has Will Arnett ever been in the show? I don't think so, no. Mm, Which would be funny because he's also in Arrested Development, like Judy Yeah, Greer, yeah well, I know Cross Jessica. Cross was... David Cross? Yeah. Was who? I, think he I was know he was... I know he was in... I'm it, pretty sure he was in... Yeah, I, 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 know his, I know his voice was in a, w- at least one episode. Holy shit, if he they was, list then I'm... They him. I'm looking at it right now. Oh. Maybe it'll <laughs> show. I was going to say... Rita, I'm we'll like, get I'm, back to it. Uh, Cross or Arnett? Cross. 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 Nice. Arnett's um, never been in. Yeah, a yeah. Actually, Arnett's yeah. voice is very distinct, and I can't think of anything yeah. so that Arnett. I want to point in. out, like the difference between uh, BoJack. Although I, I like the shittiness of the people, I find myself relating more to that set of characters rather than Archer. I feel like Archers are just the characters are more larger well, than well, life than Archer. Bo- was BoJack is the asshole? Everyone else is coping with BoJack in that show, while here everyone, everyone's everyone's asshole. everyone's an asshole in some way. Yeah. Now they're not always. They're not always being the asshole, but most of the times... At worst, Pam can be a little selfish. She might be the I only one who's not I think they're all selfish in their own right. They're all extremely selfish, but I'm right. saying the Depending worst... Depending what type of selfishism, yeah. Pam's kind of the only one who's not a giant asshole. She's just kind of selfish sometimes. She's just... Yeah, dirty. but whenever any of them are in trouble, Pam yeah. jumps to... She will, to she'll do sa- anything for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she jumps to save them. Like, you can't even get that from Lana. Because nope. Lana, if, if you did her wrong, for example... uh, uh uh, what's it called? The, the episode we were watching with the uh, where Cyril's his first fee- field agent, oh. and and he's the one who figure, figures out everything. El Contador. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what do you say? What do you say? Say uh, scooch scooch or oh, s- chop, uh, chop, chop 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 chop. Oh god! And, and Lana turned on him in an instant. She's, he's and like, let him come on, Lana, shoot him. She's like, no, 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 no. And and Archer knew was just like, oh, you don't fucking do that. You've, you've incurred the <laughs> wrath of go. Lana. You've done yeah. So so Lana is pet, like you said, petty. Yeah. And it's not even big things like. The big things she'll take care of, but it's the small things, and she'll let you get your ass kicked. Well, so like yep. there, when when Archer takes them out to Wales to like to to well supposedly to try to apologize for her <laughs> catching him with Katya's robot vagina in his sink, 
that's a that's a that's a and, trip and, from beginning to end. Yep. Um, she like. See, you don't even have to date her and get the robot vagina, Glenn. You know, you, you see, you're missing the she point. Just, she just leaves it around. Yeah, yeah, you just leave it around. You just insert it to the girl you like. Come um, on, you don't want to look at those red laser death eyes. Just, <laughs> feels hey, like I'm looking into car lights on a country road. <laughs> it wasn't. Who do you want to marry? It's who do you want to fuck? I want to fuck Katya once. You're you trying to start a fuck Mary kill? No. Well, sure. Because that's how you get a fuck Mary kill. We can do that kill. if you want. No, that's fine. So the wiki says David Cross was in. He was Noah in the third he season. He was in the pirate. Oh he was the pirate. He, he was the pirate. Was pirate uh, yeah. I don't watch that boy, arc. The cabin boy. The cabin boy. Yeah. I, don't watch that arc I knew I heard his voice in there. Of course he was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He, he, he was the anthropologist. So, so, in that fucking long ass arc yeah. with the pirates. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Three I think parts. Yeah. Yep, three, yeah, three parts. parts. Heart just, of Archness. Heart yeah. of Archness, which it's that season starts with, doesn't it? Yep. No, I thought that was the ending of no, that season. It was nah, the start. It was because he oh. he'd just gotten off of um Katja's death. Katja's death. death, yeah, because he, he went to go hunt, Yeah, he, he went to go hunt him down and that's uh what's his face from Family Guy? Uh Joe. Yeah, Joe. Um yeah. it was Rip Riley. Well, also uh, the tick. what's his name? I can't think of it right dude, now. He's a tick too. Dude, I know exactly who you're um, talking about. Patrick He's in everything. I Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Warburton. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Because now I won't forget that name because. He's in everything, and I never know what his name is. The funny thing is he's just like John H. Benjamin. He doesn't change his voice, but his voice is so awesomely distinct. You You don't want him to change it. You're just like, you do you. What is your favorite multi-episode arc? Since we're talking about Heart of Archness. The word arc is in Archness. I have to go to C-Lab. The 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 C Lab like two parter yeah mm. uh, had had a had a lot of good voices With I love Tiffy and Gross Brother yeah. Cecil yeah and and then the uh, voyage uh, the um, when they shrunk each other those are the two oh. ones that stick out I don't like drastic that. drastic voyage like drastic, drastic voyage. voyage how come I don't know I just don't you just don't yeah what nothing about it or? no uh, I like how the, how bad they fuck it up maybe yeah that's or probably why because she's real annoying. no I like that part I <laughs> like how stupid she is no it's that it's that they fuck it up for stupid weird reasons and because like even welcome li- to Archer yeah <laughs> yeah but like it's getting fucked up I don't know I don't know because it did it felt and 40% it felt, of the time it felt it. like the fuck up was forced as opposed to even like the space one where Archer fucks it up at the end, like it, if it's a little forced, but it feels natural because it's like him a response. screwing over Cyril. Yeah, it's him screwing over Cyril after trying to grow, but you know, yeah, not really growing. Do you think he screws over Cyril because of the of the fact that he was the rebound after long? Yes, even absolutely. To this, yeah. Even absolutely. to this day, like after well, everything, also, said that is still like a deep seated like just thing he has against Cyril. I think. That is absolutely true. But on top of the fact Penis that envy. he just likes to. That too, probably. But he also just likes to pick on Cyril. Cyril's oh, yeah, easy target. That. And Archer likes to pick on anybody that he can pick on. Cyril is just fun to pick on. Yeah. Mm. Cyril is very pick onable. He is very pick onable. <laughs> the um Well, isn't he worried that or like what if Cyril ends up becoming another Barry? No, he could no. they've that's something like the uh, the couple panels I've seen, that was something they they'd mentioned was I think someone asked like, like if any if any of the main the cast most evil character yeah if any of the main cast was going to turn into the dark oh, that'd side be well, yeah, that'd be serial. that'd absolutely be because they were stuck I think Ray between... is obviously was a chance but but after everything that's nah. happened with him yeah. now it's no longer they were stuck between Krieger and Cyril and they were like no because as like Krieger's too obvious that's the thing they're like Krieger wears all of his badness on his sleeve and it's not really badness it's just weird. 
And they're like, no, the person with like the deep seated, like kind of brewing storm is Cyril because he's just kind of always sitting there being like, like putting up with all the bullshit. Like he had kind of a surfacing in San Marcos when he took over and decided not to, not to pardon, not to pardon anyone Mm -hmm. and just like, I guess, be a dictator for a little while. Um, But that was just because he's sick of Mallory pushing him around. Art and Archer. And and also Archer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, the weird thing is is all of them seem to get sick of Mallory at one point or another. That's mm-hmm. the one... That's... It, like, Arch, Archer gets a lot of it, but he doesn't get a lot of it from everybody. Like, I think the only person who's never, like, really gotten at Archer is Krieger. Everyone else has, has gotten fed up with him, but no one's ever really abandoned him. While Mallory, everyone has abandoned her at one time, including Krieger, uh, including the Ocelot. <laughs> What was that? Well, everyone's walked out on her at one point or another. Not together, but... Well, I, I just think of the beginning... Stood of, up to her. Yeah, exactly. I just think of the... Well, yeah, like like the, the moment where you fully realize how badass Pam is when she uh, realizes Mallory wouldn't even the pay... kidnapping episode. Would, would pay five grand to get her unkidnapped. Yeah. And when she finally gets back <laughs> and is like, and you, points at, points at Mallory... The worst rips, of the bunch. Rips off her shirt and has that giant back the tattoo, tattoo. <laughs> and fucking is just about to beat the shit out of Mallory. And I think actually does. They just let her do it. And mm. she, I think that's all Pam needed, was she just needed to get that and, out. And no one stopped it. Everybody just watched. No. <laughs> just, let she her have deserved it. She, we all know she deserved it. it. It's just the way it had who to said go. It, who said she deserved it? Was it Lana Archer. or Archer? Yeah, it was Archer. He said, no, she, let's, let's see where this goes. And Archer, okay. Talking about Pam and Archer, because Archer, I feel like, uh, matures based on his... You, you see him mature throughout the series based on his interactions with... Other characters, obviously, like with Ramon, when he first meets Ramon and his job is to seduce Ramon, he's got all these ideas, not extremely like hateful homophobic ideas, just ignorant homophobic ideas of like, oh, you have to be blonde and wear crop tops and skate and talk with a lisp and stuff, right? That's how you get gay guys to sleep with you. And Ramon's so not interested, which is a thing that Archer is not used to. Yeah. So he learns, like he gets closer to Ramon and he learns like that, like, no, you're you're just a person with your preferences and develops this like deep bond and respect with him because he's like, oh, you... You you don't like your mother either. She's overbearing too. And like, hey, and Ramon like cooks him a wonderful meal, and they get really close, even though like the whole time Ramon's like pulling one over on him. But they and and that that obviously comes back where the next time he meets Ramon in season five in Archer Vice, yep. like I I feel like people everyone else goes in with all of these like preconceptions about like not not homophobia but ignorance. And Archer's the one correcting them, like like right. or, like Lana. It was muy complicado. Like he <laughs> he just he he brings all this like Spanish and all this knowledge of Ramon and how he's a more complex character than just being gay. And and he's the one educating everyone because of his his bond with Ramon and his um his experience with him. And I feel like Pam also brought him a long way towards not being as judgmental about women and stuff like that because because obviously sleeping with Pam was a formative experience for him because he was not see, expecting that like <laughs> not at all and then his res- and then her response she stood up to him and things when- yeah she stood up to him yeah. and was just like hey i'm not just going to be a booty call we have to have ground rules and stuff and he respects that when you see later on in Archer Vice and he finds out that she's she keeps doing coke because it's making her hot 
and and he's it, he's just like a good friend he at that cares. point. He cares. Like he cares about her and he's a good friend and he sort of learns like these people are more than just, you know, what I can get out of them. It's like I, I don't know, I feel like season 5 Archer was like the biggest step into maturity he's taken. It was really kind of interesting. It was high up there. Yeah. yeah. This is very neat. Yeah. And I don't know, other things. I'm other sure there's things. other ways that he's that he's sort of Rigo, you're more broadened time. his horizons. Uh how many arcs were there really? Not Lots. Were there? It's, there's what, more multi, than you multi-series think. Multi-series like ones? No, there's like more than you think because there's things That's like season... There's like five finding. or six. There's things like Archer Vice in season six that are kind of like a big arc over the right. season. But they still have the multi-parts. Like you have the C-Lab one. You have the um, space, the going to the going right. to Mars or whatever. Going to Columbia. That was not my favorite Me neither, section. Actually. I don't know why. As, I the pirates. And then yeah, there was the, the... The Russian... The, the Russian, yeah, the, the two episodes of Russians, and then the medical one where they shrink. The well, they, well. there's also just uh, the straight up San Voyage. Marcos arc, and there's a San. Oh, that's oh like, how many what, episodes was that? That's like four. Was episodes, it four? The cancer episodes, I think, would count yeah, as an arc. Yeah, there was two parter. That was two or three. Arc. Oh, that's probably my favorite. It was like two. That's your favorite arc. Yeah, the cancer one. I love that one. Yeah. I adore that. You're like how episodes. they Cancer. just get Lana all hot boxed. Yeah, Cancer movies. Rampage. Cancer Rampage is great. <laughs> I think I Glenn. Just... I think Glenn learned like three phrases in Portuguese that that from that arc. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're not even gonna <laughs> nope. try. Not, not even, even gonna try. You're too high, dear. Yep. You're too high. Um, I'll go with the San Marcos. I I did like seeing. Yeah. Because when Cyril Figus is in power, it it kind of changes the dynamic of everything. Because yeah. then, because yeah. normally it's. I guess people bouncing off of Archer, but now it's bouncing off of Cyril and, and it's kind of a different reaction. Well, it, it, it's also, it's a good example of how would Cyril finally, Cyril's like a dog chasing cars. Like when he finally gets the power that he like is jealous of Archer for having, he's kind of just like falls flat. Like right. whenever everyone looks to him, like, what are we going to do? He's like, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. Like get in, Archer in season seven <laughs> that, that you've been watching. When um, I think when Archer starts trying to tell everyone what to the do, plan, yeah, yeah, and Cyril, Cyril's like, "Excuse me, like I'm the boss here," and then he's like, everyone looks at him like, "Okay, boss, what what is it?" He's that everyone do what Archer says yep, yep. and just kind of passes everyone the do torch do along. what Rick says. Everyone do what Rick says, Mm-mm. which is probably what Jerry would do because yeah, <laughs> the uh, the the fucking Cyril Archer thing is pretty damn similar to the Jerry Rick thing, except it's like a son-in-law and not a not a rival well, well yeah, it's co-worker versus it, it, it's a man who, st- who stole the other man's woman in his life that he thought was most important one yeah, it was so. a daughter the other one was well the lana. father the lana yeah yeah lana i don't know man i just i'm excited for season eight i'm i'm the i don't i can't think of any other animated show like at least no, no other animated show. I was going to say like adult I, animated show that has improved so much in its art style and its detail and just its like wackiness as far as like the stories it'll get into. Like that you, I showed you. Like you, yeah, we yeah. Watching, I was actually astonished. I did we were not just realize how season it two, and then I skipped right into an episode from season five or six. We went, we went from season two to season five to season eight. Yeah, and then like what. Like it looks amazing. It looks like I was I was having you flip through the art book as well. It's just like the way that they do the lighting, the way that the the facial animations became so much more shadowing. Like, yeah, the shadowing, the facial animations became so much more lifelike and fluid and detailed. The fact that everyone would move when it's not their turn to talk. Yeah, like they they move naturally, like the way people who are not talking right now would move and stuff. And right. it's just obviously that's that's 
something that I, I guess is par for the course, but I am just really astonished by all the time because I can't think of another show that does that. Like I'm curious if other shows that do the, the motion tweening, if they've also mm-hmm. updated that. Cause like medical metalocalypse was mm-hmm. also another series. I think came out around I the same time. Yeah. And they do the same Adobe, the same program. Yeah. 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 That's, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I'd be interested to see metalocalypse. Maybe I'd have to watch more metalocalypse, but like, it just for for as long as Archer's been on, like if you if you, you not just go from the first season to the last, if you just watch through each season, you can just slowly see it like getting better and better right. and better and better. And it's just it's, it's really awesome. And we become more attached to the characters. They're so great. You could just completely change the backdrop and completely change the setting to something completely different. Which just don't do the restaurant thing, please. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, there was this like interview I was reading just now where I think uh, it was Adam Reed saying like I just really want to have them all work in a restaurant. And just see see what kind of see what kind of pressure. Technically, we've already gotten that. that with the Bourdain episode. Well, that was the thing. He and said I that like would that. be like he said that would be like a, a segue to bring back Anthony Bourdain's character, and I I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking for that. Me too. Um, is there anything like is there anything you want to see from any particular character or characters in the future? I want to see Print Toaster get an, an, a full arc. Milton. No, the Printer Toaster. That's Milton. 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 Yes. That's Milton. I mean, I he he almost had his time to shine when they were stuck in the elevator. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. That was such a fucking amazing episode just because <laughs> that it, it's another great example of the making people who are not in the same room sound like they're in the same fucking room mm-hmm. because the whole episode is in that elevator. And, like, there's and no B-plot. again, the plot bouncing off of the characters and because it's just in that room. It's just them <laughs> carrying on a conversation yeah. for like 20 minutes. It's kind of awesome i want to see in the new uh, new season i want to see slater in old times <gasps> old timey slater old timey slater well they've got old timey barry and actually old timey yeah. len trexler they've i know yeah. i've got i've got the bit up I, this, I learned things actually from this the from this promotional bit that i didn't that i didn't know from all my digging um uh, the new season revolves around the international spy turned hard-boiled private eye, Sterling Archer, and his quest to find his partner's killers in 1947 Los Angeles. Um, and so the things that I didn't really... They, they define so more... So is L.A. Noir. They, they <laughs> definitely... They define the way the characters are presented a little bit better. It says it features John Benjamin as um, vain private investigator Sterling Archer, Jessica Walters, the veteran crime boss and nightclub owner mother which is just i think a way for to make him constantly call her mother annoyedly but um aisha tyler sexy lounge singer archer's crush lana kane um judy greer as the clueless heiress to a vast publishing fortune charlotte vandertunt because they've always got to make some little like spoof on her name be it charlene or crystal or whatever um what's pam's yeah. Amber Nash's Figgis's partner and occasional muscle detective sergeant Poovy. Um cuz for <laughs> for serial for serial it says a crooked detective hell bent on seeing Archer dead or in jail. Ooh. Which that could be the Villainous. dark side that we've been talking about. Well, no, no, but don't forget this is Archer's thing. So he always imagines that Cyril is a lot more evil than he actually is. And I think he just imagines him as dumb, but he could. It could be a subconscious thing. Yeah, he, he, he's always he's evil. always like, uh, "You're not as good as me." And and he thinks Cyril's out to get him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, he does. Think yeah, he he always him. thinks that. So it it works with the way the yeah. storylines well, have. The thing, the thing that, that they don't really cover here, but I've I've heard is 
Len Trexler and Barry are supposed to be like a rival gang hmm. from Mallory. So that's that's supposedly where they're supposed That'd to come cool. in, like like full like full Odin. on Barry again. Yeah, like like Odin. Um, this is Adam Reed as the saucy band leader Rachelette, and Lucky Yates as the club's bartender slash heroin dealer slash Nazi scientist. Slash. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, well, the Nazi scientist thing is kind of a not a joke in 1947. So <laughs> there's that. I thought they were all in Brazil at that time. Anyway, you would think, but. Mm. <laughs> Quite a few, maybe. Yeah. Well, this is the first time they've actually defined what year it is in in the show. Well, well it's, it's not it, canon, again, but... again, it's 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 imagination. Yeah, but it's just funny. I find that they're so they're so intentionally like funny. Well, they're picking a specific anachronistic the throughout past. the normal show, but they find it so important to nail down a particular year, not even a decade. Like, oh, it's the forties or whatever, nineteen forty-seven. I find that funny. Did you see the names of the episodes too? No, no. So. First one, they all start with Archer Dreamland, No Good Deed, mm. Berenice, Jane Doe, Lady Fingers, Sleeper's Wake, Waxing Gibbous, and Gramercy Halberd. That's mm. all of them? They released the names of all of them? Seven episodes. Seven, seven episodes? Mm. That's not, a, might not be all of them. Okay. It might be all be for the first, first half of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. They do, FXX does do the uh, split season thing. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, dude, I can't. I can't discount them for their for their like actual publishing schedule because like or airing schedule because like I feel like season season seven wrapped up summer of last year and it's already back. Like that's kind of incredible. I think that's not too bad. I'm just Dan Harmon. Pay attention, okay? Yeah, right. Okay, they give <laughs> they give the Rick and Morty people so much shit. Like it's been so long, but it's like really it. It's not that long. We'd think of a lot of shows. And, like and stop taking Glenn's idea. He was going to do Harmon Quest. Yeah, it's a, no, that, <laughs> that's not Quest. the one that I was. Not a big. It's multiple things. <laughs> nah, but it's whatever. Anywho, the uh, season eight Archer Dreamland airs April fifth. Yes. April fifth. It's Wednesday, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Wednesday. That is next week. So that's exciting. I'll be, I'll definitely be tuning into that. Um, Probably I'll, tweeting about that shit. Yeah, exactly. Be 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 live tweeting that shit. Um, I'll call it. Uh, Miguel, where do we find you? Oh, God, I forgot. You don't uh, actually Q- have to say anything. You can Q-O-T-D just be creepy. QOTD DSV on Twitter. Yep. Glenn, you want to you wanna actually him? No, he had it right. <laughs> yeah, QOTD DSV right. okay. on Yeah, that's where you'll Twitter. find yeah. Miguel's lovely questions of the day. Glenn, are you, are you still with us? Oh, I'm S-I-R-C-A-S-T-O-R on Twitter. With an at in front of it. Rigo? At DR Demented. Yay. And I'm at SCI, as in scientist, and then R-E-W, at Cyru. That was that was Archer. It was an awesome show. Um, yeah. Currently. Yeah, currently. <laughs> yeah. So I'm calling it. Mm. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Bye. Bam. Okay.